Good morning. It is uh, Tuesday, May 19th here in uh, beautiful Sunny Leader. Uh, it's a beautiful morning to be outside, uh, to be rejoicing and celebrating in all of God's provision, all that God has done for us. Uh, everything's still nice and green. A little shot of rain we had last night and looking forward to uh, God willing, more rain this week. I know lots of lots of farmers are anxiously waiting for a good shot of rain to get everything up and growing and doing well. Thanks for joining me again here for morning devotions. I, I had forgotten at the end of last week that yesterday is was Victoria Day, so I forgot that this was a long weekend because all the days and all the weeks kind of blur together uh, in, in my mind. So we didn't do devotions yesterday, had a longer weekend with the, the kids and, and Cassie enjoying their time, their presence. We did the uh, the scavenger hunt. Uh, the town had put together a scavenger hunt, biked around town, tried to figure out clues where things are. Lots of fun uh, to do with the family. To sh So shout out to uh, Brooke and, and the yeah, the recreation office there at the town. Uh, but this morning, we're going to do as we've done for a long time together. Open God's word, pause, reflect on God's goodness this morning. So as we begin our time this morning, would you pray with me? Lord, giver of life, let us reflect today on the pure unbridled joy that our relationship with you brings us when we truly commit our lives to your will. Amen. So like you see there in the uh, comments or on the post itself, if you're watching here on Facebook, we're going to look first of all at Psalm 67. Uh, Psalm 67, uh, the little subtitle, which is not part of the original text. This has been added in just for some clarification. It says, for the director of music uh, with stringed instruments, a psalm, a song. Not going to sing it <laughs> for you this morning. I don't want that, but this is a, a prayer of blessing, a benediction, really. Uh, this a, a song of praise to God, Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us, that your ways may be known on the earth, your salvation among all nations. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. Then the land will yield its harvest, and God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth will fear him. This invitation to praise God, to remember all that he has done for us, who he is, his very presence uh, to us, especially again on a day like this morning, uh, really wherever you find yourself, whatever you find yourself doing today, this invitation to praise God. And as we praise God, his blessings pour down upon us. His blessings pour down upon us. 
So praise God this morning. What are you praising God for? Share that in the comments uh, of the video. What are you praising God for today? Uh, in this moment in your life. Then we're going to flip over this morning to Mark chapter 12. Uh, looking at verses 18 to 20 or 18 to 34. Mark 12, 18 to 34. And we've skipped over a few sections because those were done in the days that we weren't together for devotions. Uh, so you can go back and read through the last bit of Mark 11 and the beginning part of Mark chapter 12 if you want to catch up. Uh, but Mark 12, verses 18 to 34. Then the Sadducees, who say there's no resurrection, came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and have children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married and died without leaving children. The second one married the widow, but he also died, leaving no child. It was the same with in fact, none of the seven left any children. Last of all, the woman died too. At the resurrection, whose wife will she be, since the seven were married to her? Jesus replied, Are you not in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God? When the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like angels in heaven. Now about the dead rising, have you not read in the book of Moses in the account of the bush how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are badly mistaken. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your strength, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to the man, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. Another very interesting passage here as people try to uh, trap Jesus. You know, they come to Jesus with their own agenda, with what they think he needs to say, he ought to say. What they think is right. They try to, to trap him, trick him, see if they can get him to commit an error or fall into, uh, you know, fall into sin or, or to stump him. 
you know, the first part of this uh, story is the Sadducees, the, the group of, of people in Israel that don't believe in the resurrection of the dead, uh, ask Jesus this kind of preposterous uh, uh, situation of seven brothers, each marrying the wife as they die. And, uh, you know, none of them having children. What's going to come in, in the age to come? What's going to come in the resurrection? And Jesus calls their bluff on it. He answers the question, but he also calls their bluff because he says, you don't know the scripture. You don't know the scripture. You don't know the power of God, who you're dealing with. He says, you're in error to begin with because you, you don't believe in the resurrection of the dead. He's like, why are you asking this question? Why are you even worrying or talking about this? He says, matter-of-factly, when the dead rise, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. And he goes on to say about the dead rising, reminding them that this is happening, that this is truth, that the dead will rise, that in fact, they serve and, and we serve the God, not of the dead, but of the living he draws their mind back to Moses in the burning bush. And he says, you know, God didn't say, I, I was the God of Abraham. I was the God of, of Isaac. I was the God of Jacob. He said, I am the God of Abraham, of Isaac and Jacob. I am in, in present tense, in real form. I am. God is the God of the living. God is the God of the living. And that's our hope as Christians, our promise, our truth, that God is the God of the living, that, that as we put our hope, our trust in him, that we will be alive. We stay alive. We remain alive even though we die. We remain with him like the angels in heaven, he says. It's a promise of when the dead rise, the promise of the resurrection goes on to say, uh, you know, another, another man comes to Jesus, tries to trick him, uh, trap him into, you know, uh, uh, asking him a hard question, trying to stump him. What's the most important thing? What's the most important commandment that God had given? Jesus answers with the, the Shema. That's the, the, the Hebrew word there I found way back in uh, Numbers and in other places in the Hebrew scripture, uh, the summation of all the commandments to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your, your mind, and with all your strength. And Jesus adds to it, and love your neighbor as yourself. The man is awestruck, I think, here. He says, well said, those are more important. In fact, those are more important than burnt offerings and sacrifices. And Jesus says to him, you are uh, not far. You are not far from the kingdom of God. You are not far from the kingdom of God. It's interesting that Jesus doesn't say you're in the kingdom of God. He says you're, you're not far. You're on the right track. Loving God and loving your neighbor are the key things. But what he doesn't explain, uh, perhaps he 
you know, goes on, it's not recorded, you know, perhaps he goes on to talk with this teacher of the law later on and says, those are good, those are the important things you need to be doing. Even more is having faith, believing, trusting in me. For that's what we're called to as Christians. We're called not just to act, to do, to do good. You know, you hear a lot of that. Oh, so-and-so is a good person. He's in heaven. Scripture reminds us, Jesus himself reminds us over and over again, it's not enough just to do good, to be a good person. But that we're to receive the free gift of grace, the free gift of life that Jesus offers to us. And to do good, and to love God, to love our neighbor, to seek the best for them. Even as we turn to God with our faith, with our hope, with our whole lives, as we surrender, as we yield to him. Would you pray with me this morning? Lord Jesus, we do pray for for your grace to be fresh upon us, to fall fresh among us. We pray that as we seek to love you, as we seek to love our neighbors, that we would do so out of a spirit of faith, a spirit of belief, trusting you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of life that you've given to us. Strengthen us on this day that we would praise you, that our lips, our mouths would be filled with praise as we stand in wonder of who you are, of all that you have done for us. That we would seek to make you known in all things. So, Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, we praise you today for your work among us, for your continued presence. Even as together as God's people, we pray to today, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So as we've done the past uh, few days, we'll close with a couple of these watchwords, just a few uh, uh, verses from Scripture to help us meditate and, and focus, think on this morning. The first from Ezekiel 33, verse 11. Turn back from your evil ways, for why will you die? And from Luke 19, verse 8, Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. So as we go about our day today, just a few more days left here in the Easter season uh, before we uh, think on uh, uh, the Ascension and on Pentecost. Uh, just a few more days left. We, we declare Christ is risen he is risen indeed. Alleluia. We go with God's blessing. We're going to read the first two verses here of Psalm 67 again as our blessing this morning. So may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us that your ways may be known on earth 
and your salvation among all nations. So blessings on your day today and truly may God's way be known among you as you love God, as you love your neighbor in faith and in trust in the Lord Jesus. See you back here tomorrow morning, 830 for another round.